Welcome everyone to House on Fire, an Austin Oaks Church parenting podcast where we talk about all things parenting for every phase. Our desire is to help you raise the next generation of believers to be simply about Jesus. And today I have a couple of graduates on with us. How are we doing, men? Doing pretty good. How about you, Lucas? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for being on with us this evening. And so how about you guys introduce yourselves so we know who you are and share a few fun facts about yourselves. All right. Well, I'm Alex and... I just graduated high school, obviously, and I guess fun fact about me, I'm going to the Army here pretty soon. Yes, you are. And big into cars. You're big into cars, and you like trucks. Yeah, that as well. That as well. All right. Ashton? Uh, my name's Ashton. Uh, I just graduated from Lhasa High School, um, and I like playing lacrosse. Yes, and you've coached lacrosse as well, right? Uh, yes, I coached third and fourth graders this last year. Okay. Did they uh, drive you crazy? They did, yeah. <laughs> I could, I could imagine that being a thing. Um, so, uh, any, let's see, uh, you mentioned Alexander that you're heading off to the army and you yes, ship sir. out July 12th, right? Yes, sir, is correct. All right, heading to the boot camp and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Ashton, you're headed to the East Coast, and so what school are you gonna be going to? University of California, Santa Barbara. Yes, and you have no family. There'd be like nobody that you even know, probably within the state, right? Uh, in the state, yeah, but it's like seven hours away, I okay. think, something like that. I mean, it's a big state, so. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, thanks for being on. And so we kind of just want to have a conversation about, like, your guys' experience and high school experience as well from a school perspective, but also, like, being in, uh, in the church world and even just want to get your guys' thoughts on this next phase of life. So we're going to just kind of talk a lot about just – life of a, a few graduates and having you guys on here this evening and hopefully it'll help encourage parents to think about things and uh the lot the parents that listen and just to help them understand just kind of your guys's worldview and not asking you guys to speak for all graduates just to clarify it like but we're just wanting to have a conversation about your guys's experience and all that kind of stuff so let's start it off with uh with this why are you guys choosing the route that you're choosing in this next phase of life like Ashton you're going to college and then Alexander you're going to the army so like why did you guys decide on those things out of all the options that you guys could possibly do well I know just speaking for myself um, college is really really getting expensive nowadays and yeah a lot you can still make good money without going to college that's yeah. one point I, I like to drive home but um yeah, I was just thinking otherwise I would have to go to trade school to get the job that I want to do, but this way the Army is going to pay for the job yeah. I want, which is diesel mechanic. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Ashton? Um, I kind of want to go into a field where college is still necessary, um, so it just kind of seemed like the natural next step for me. Yeah. Um, it is expensive, though, as Alex said. It's going to be a problem. It uh, it requires a few coins, to say the least. Yeah. And what what degree are you going to be studying, Ashton? I'm going to be studying computer science. Yeah, it seems like a degree you're going to have to, uh, or a job you're going to have to have a degree in. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And uh, for you, Alexander, are you hoping to just be like a diesel mechanic after the army, like at like a mechanic shop, or like what what's your long term thought process as of now? Which may change, which is fine, but. Yeah, as of now, I'm actually thinking going like heavy duty construction repair, which is like working on bulldozers and yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah. And eventually try and get my own shop. Okay. Although that's real long term. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. 
Um, did you guys feel really supported in like your decision from like your family and your friends and all that, like in where, you know, your decision for this next phase that you're going in, or did you get some like pushback from other people? Yeah, I feel like I was supported for the most part. Most of my friends and family were pretty on board. Yeah. Except my mom, it took a little convincing with the whole <laughs> army part of that. I, I could see why. Yeah. But she eventually came around. Yeah. All right. All right. And then I, for me, it was uh, basically full support from my family. And um, I, I went to a school where, where going to college is kind of just the thing you do after high school. So yeah um, full support of friends too yeah and both of you went to i mean alexander public school and Is then it? lost us technically a charter school right but it's so still it's a public it's public yeah ish yeah and so like what was your guys's high school experience like like pros and cons like things you enjoyed things that just drove you absolutely crazy well i think high school has like two different phases to it really because there's like the phase before you can drive and then like the phase <laughs> after you can drive. So true. So like, true. And I'm assuming you enjoy the phase after you can drive more. Yeah, that would be correct, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. It got a lot better when we all got our license. Yes. And you you guys are actually like, you broke the norm. Most, most grads, I know so many grads don't even have a license yet. Really? Yeah, and I, I tend to, I blame the parents on that one. I'm like, you need to... Let your kids get a license or teenagers get a license before they're 18. Um, yeah, I think both of us got it like pretty immediately after yeah, we turned I got 16. Like, literally the day I turned 16. Yeah. I think mine was like two weeks or something. Yeah. 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 Which granted, right now with COVID stuff, it's hard to even get a an appointment. So it, it makes it, you know, really, really hard. Was there anything that was difficult about the high school phase of life for you guys? Like, what was the most difficult thing? If that was like homework or like, you know, friend relationships or, um, you know, like what was the most difficult thing about high school for you guys? Uh, for me, it was definitely just trying to balance like the work with school and sports and all that. Yeah. Just trying to balance all those. It took a little while for me to figure out, but once I got that balance down, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Just feel like everyone needs a little bit of time to get that strained out. Yeah. Did you feel like you did too much, Alexander? Uh, as far as schoolwork, not really. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But in, but in terms of like, if you're you know you've you've been a worker, like you've kind of always had a job for the mo- or at least for the last what four or five years yeah, at least something around there. So you've had school, work, and then sports stuff. So like, did, do you wish you would have done less of those things? Not really, to be honest. Okay, just because I feel like. Like in the future, when I'm an adult, I'll have to balance all those things in my life. So it's good to get yeah. me started. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ashton, what about you, bro? I was gonna say the same deal, kind of a uh, procrastination and stuff. Because um, I was same deal, not working the entire time, but um, constantly in sports, constantly in other things, um, and kind of balancing that time. Um, unlike. Alex, I did not straighten that out. Kind of got pretty <laughs> bad towards the end of senior year, but um, yeah, it's something I'm working on. Yeah, I mean, would you guys say that's like very typical for a majority of your friends as well? Like trying to—that's a big tension, trying to balance all those things out. Yeah, well, most of the kids uh, in dripping—that's how it was. Yeah, for most of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like the student athletes, definitely, because um, you have practice every night and yeah. 
uh, at least for me, I have to drive like 45 minutes to high school. So yeah. there's like a huge amount of time just taken up. So if you had to do it over again, like would you have done all of the things that you guys did or would you have done less or would you have done more? And everybody's temperament's different. Like we're all wired differently and we can always, each of us can handle things differently, but like, would you have done it differently? Oh, I feel like to some extent I, I kind of would have, but that's just because like I didn't have the same mindset going in as a freshman as I do now graduating. Yeah. But I feel like if I went back as a freshman again, I probably would have done it the same. Okay. Okay. I can't say that I'd like, like take out some activities or yeah. whatever, but I, I would be probably try and be more proactive about stuff, but yeah, same, same activities, same yeah. course workload, whatever. Yeah. And when you say like proactive, like, what do you mean? Like you would have just not procrastinated as much. Yeah. Um, dealt with homework, dealt with, uh, sports stuff right earlier. Yeah. Um, so that that timing thing didn't become a problem. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, like, did you guys feel like you had a lot of pressure from your parents? Like, you know, making sure you're on top of things or were they pretty relaxed with you guys? They trusted you or they have to kind of stay up on top of you to keep you from like failing out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, to be honest, my parents kind of had more of a hands-off approach, which was, which was nice in some aspects, but in some aspects kind of wish that a little bit more involved, but yeah. for the most part, I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah. For me, I think in like younger years, uh, they were really on top of me, um, especially for schoolwork and stuff. Uh, and then transitioning to high school, they just kind of had a trust for me. And yeah. at that point, they just became a little more hands off. For sure. What was the thing that you like absolutely loved about high school and, and or just the phase of life, not, not necessarily like being in school, but just your high school years. Like, what did you love about that particular period in your life, which technically you're still in, but barely like you're about to completely be out of that. So, but like, what, what did you just absolutely love about that phase of life? Uh, it's tough to say, but I think mostly was, was sports to be honest, just cause like that thrill of getting away from like, the day-to-day stuff and actually competing in sports yeah. that's that real good yeah especially running track and cross country like i did yeah it wasn't flipping burgers and mcdonald's yeah no nah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that was like what a year maybe you had like two jobs there for a while mcdonald's and then the yeah, mcdonald's that. part was like a few months i think yeah i did that for like three months over the summer yeah. where i had those two jobs what was the other was it the, the the pure wash was the other one that you were doing right both yeah. of them at the same time well no no pure it was, wash hot, was hat creek right? oh that's yeah. right yes did you like get free food there at either hat creek or i got free food at both yeah so, <laughs> my lunches and dinners were always covered <laughs> Oh, I love it. Ask him about you, man. Like, what would you just love about that high school phase of life? Um, I mean, basically the same thing. Just uh, being being in sports, being uh, really like high school, but without the studying part. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the social aspect. Uh, and I especially realized it with COVID when we all had to go virtual um, that I really like um, going in person, like talking to my friends, talking to other people, meeting other people. Uh, and that 
I don't know that the social aspect of school. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it, the last two sets of like 2020 and then 2021 graduates, you guys had to <clears throat> just a rough year. It was just, you know, obviously way different and stuff. And so, um, tell us a little bit about that. Like, was it hard for you guys to transition? Were you going stir crazy? You know, um, what was that like? Yeah, I, I definitely am with Ashton where I like the social aspect of school. Like yeah. how I look at it is in high school, no one really wants to be there, but because everyone's forced to be there, it makes it somewhat fun. Yeah. Because everyone's trying to get out of there, but at the same time, we're all forced to be there, so we're all having a little bit of fun. <laughs> For sure. No, that's good. That's good. Ashton? I mean, I was really lucky to have like a group of friends and, um, and also church um to be able to and sports i guess too um basically all of those outlets to not get not have online school get to me yeah because i was still talking to a lot of people you know still interacting with a lot of people um so it was it was a generally easy transition yeah because all things considered yeah. I mean, you guys are pretty easy going. It's, you know, I've known you guys since you were seventh grade. So, um, you're a little taller now than you were then. Uh, and so, uh, and Alexander, your voice <clears throat> has been that deep since I remember. Yeah. It's not like changed. <laughs> it is not changed at all. I love it, dude. I just, cause normally like people go from a squeaky voice to a real deep. I'm pr- you, you're this, I need to ask your parents this sometime, but you surely were talking this deep when you were yeah, like no. three, you know, they have stories of me being a toddler <laughs> and talking someone like this. I love it. Oh, I love it. Do you guys have any, uh, specific regrets about leaving, you know, the, the high school phase of life in terms of maybe some things that you did or didn't do or, um, uh, different, uh, aspects that you weren't able to accomplish or to do like any regrets at all? Like even, um, if it's academic or, sports wise or even spiritually like any regrets at all for you guys that come to your mind yeah i think for the most part for me just like in school was procrastinating i really regret that i would procrastinate on my assignments because i'd be like oh that's that's just a piece of paper i don't need to worry about that too much but then assignments start piling up and i was like oh crap i gotta do all these yeah yeah i mean for the most part i don't yeah. same thing but not not really any big regrets, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Which is awesome. Awesome. So you two studs came to small groups. Um well pretty much your whole high school career there for a while, right? Um yeah, for the most part. So and so uh why'd you guys like go to small groups? Uh, obviously, um you know you guys came to Austin Oaks and but why in the world would you guys give away, you know, every Wednesday night for, you know, like seven years of your life? And uh yeah. Well, first of all, it's a good way to connect with other other believers around your age. Yeah. Just because there's a bunch of studs there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also is that we can learn from small group leaders there, such as Lucas here. Yeah, I'm not fishing for compliments, <laughs> just to clarify for everybody listening. But, yes, I was there. Yeah, I'm not just saying that, but generally, like, uh, you're, the small group leaders really do a lot to yeah. shape – the kids in the small groups and it really helps them out yeah yeah it does it does ask them about you bro yeah definitely um what what kind of drew me into small groups what was the people um 
I think after, because I went to small groups a couple of times throughout middle school, but not a lot. Um, after road rules, I started really getting connected um, and like just having, having you and Steven and later Miles, right? Just um, being able to talk to y'all and then being able to uh, hang out with this group of guys uh, that like a good group of us have been here since elementary school. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like a good group of guys that uh, we've all become close together. So, yeah, no, for sure. So would you guys say it was the community and the relationships between the leaders and the students that really just, you know, made you guys enjoy it the most or why you guys came specifically? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that that'd be the, main focus there. okay yeah definitely and it became a lot easier when we could drive because then i didn't have to bother my parents to bring me here yeah for sure now was there any if if there would could be any way that your small group leaders or even the church could have helped you in any way um that we didn't what what would that be like w- would you look back and say man i really wish the church or my small group leaders i really wish we you would have had blank. I don't know if, and I don't have any really some expectations, but would love just for you to, I don't know, maybe just to criticize a little bit, maybe just the things that like, what, like what could we have done differently or better to help love and encourage you guys and point you to Christ even, even more so than what we did. And that's a loaded question. Like, and there's a lot that goes into that and, um, but is there anything at all that you would just look back and say, man, if the church would have done blank, it would have just been an amazing thing that would have expressed love and you would have been very, very grateful for. Uh, you're going to have to give me a minute here. <laughs> no, I, you know, and, and yeah, and, and I just think it's important. Like I don't, you know, we're, we're, I mean, man, the church is, you know, a bunch of misfits. It's a bunch of people from, different, uh, you know, socioeconomic classes, different races, different, I mean, you name it, everything across the board, like, and you put us all together, we're all very sinful, and we don't do everything perfect or even great all the time, and, you know, it's just something I think about often when it comes to thinking about you students, is like, man, like, what do we, like, what would it take, or what, what do we need to do, or what, what, what are we missing when it comes to loving on students specifically, and so, um, and you may not have anything, but just, I like asking that question because I think it's important for us to know, or even for parents to be able to say, you know, like, wow, like, you know, that that's really helpful for me to know, you know, in terms of just your guys' experience and all that sort of stuff. So does anything come to mind at all for you guys? Um, I think for the most part of the church, it does a really good job of connecting with people. But um, I'm just thinking between like the different age groups of kids yeah. that, um, like there, there's a big divide, I think, between the middle schoolers and the high schoolers. Yeah, and a lot of that's warranted, right? Just because of maturity level. But yeah, I feel like the church could do a little bit more to try break that divide. For sure. No, that's good. Yeah. No, that's great. Honestly, for me, like I don't really have anything. Like the what we have here worked for me personally. Yeah. Um, like I feel like my parents definitely like guided me uh, into the church and then throughout high school, I kind of like just being in involved and, and whatnot. I 
went away from my parents telling me to be Christian to like me deciding I'm Christian kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Let's kind of flip the question around on the other side. Like what, like what did the church do um, that helped you the most in terms of uh, your walk with the Lord or encouraging you to pursue Christ? Like what, like what was the most helpful thing that we did as a church body to help love and encourage you guys? I think the church does a really good job of introducing kids pretty young to the scriptures. And I think that that's, that's one of the most important things is that um, kids on their own are reading the scriptures and seeing what that says for themselves. Yeah, that's good. Because that's one of the most important things when you mature in your faith. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think just having, having a, a good built youth ministry um, I, I know friends that go to churches that don't really have kind of this whole, what, 80, over 80 people, yeah. like youth ministry. Um, I thought that was really crucial in, in, I mean, bringing me here and bringing that community, I guess. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Would you go to church if your parents said you know ashton alexander man homie you you can you can do whatever you want like do you think that you would have stopped coming to church um honestly i don't think i would but well first of all my folks probably wouldn't ever say that but (laughs) in this hypothetical yes um, i would still definitely go to church just because um i feel like that's something god calls all his believers to do yeah to gather on the sabbath yeah so I, i feel like i would still go there yeah um yeah me too this uh this is something you you told us in i want to say sophomore year um and you were like what like when you go to college or um if your parents weren't there or whatever would you still go to church um and you were talking about taking charge of your own faith yeah um and like kind of from that point on I, I tried to work on that I guess and um, get to a point where I could say yeah if like when I go to college I'm going to try and find a church yeah when if my parents are on vacation or some something then I'm still going to show up on Sunday um, yeah. and listen to the sermon yeah no for sure no that's good um, when it comes to um the next phase, obviously, Alexander, again, you're going to the army and then Ashton, you're going to be going to college. Like, like, do you guys have any fears about this next phase of life? Like life's going to look differently. You're both going to be different contexts, um, you know, around people you probably don't have any relationship with at all. And so like any, any fears do you guys have when it comes to this next phase you're going to be entering? I'm scared of seeing Alex, uh, the buzz cut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that uh, you've had a lot of hair on that mug for a while. So yeah, this will this will be the first time I've had a buzz cut, and well, since I was probably taller, somewhere around there. <laughs> Dude, see if they'll do a mullet for just for you, Alexander. Yeah, I'm hoping they'll make it sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. But, uh, and any fears that you guys have at all um, in this next phase? Is it you know? being away from family is it not knowing anybody where you're going is it like a financial thing is it a spiritual thing is it 
Um, uh, yeah, just any of those things at all for you guys? Well, I think definitely because the, the Army is a real tough place, is and there's not too many Christians there. Yeah. But I feel like if I continue to keep reading the Bible, keep my faith strong, I think I'll come through all right. Yeah. For me, I think it's just starting over completely, um, mm. being in a completely new place with completely new people. Yeah. Because um, the last time I had to do that was like in second grade. And when you're in second grade, you can become best friends with literally anybody. <laughs> with a like rock, a you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely just, just being put in a new place and um, having to deal with that. Uh, but I think it, it will be made a little bit easier because everybody's going to kind of be in that same boat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and being away from home, I guess. Yeah. If your parents were here and they were like, all right, what would you have wished that we would have done? What would that be? And it could be a practical thing. Like, you know, you wish you would have been able to do the laundry because you get you both know how to do laundry, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> All right, I'm just make, just making sure. Um, or it could have been, you know, I don't know. You wanted your dad to teach you how to smoke a brisket, Ashton. You know, because um, that is a thing. He did he teach you how to do that? Uh, no. Oh, it's oh not. that's that's very I, I know the well. I know the process. Just, I don't know like. We're, I've never done it. We're going to have to have a talk <laughs> yeah, with your yeah, dad. We're going to have to correct that. Yeah. <laughs> but like what, like if your parents just say, Hey man, like, like what, what could we have done just to help encourage you or to push you, um, to help guide you? Like what, like what, would there be anything at all that would come to your mind that you would be like, man, this would have been really helpful or beneficial if they would have done blank. No, I think my folks did a pretty good job. Yeah. For the most part, I don't really have too many things to say. But I think one thing is that um, I wish they pushed me a little bit more to read my Bible more. Yeah. Um, just because I know I, I'm not really the reading type too much. <laughs> so Now, if they would have, Alexander, would you have listened? Like if, the, if you know, like if your dad would have asked you every day, you know, if Kim would have been like, all right, son, like you've been reading the word. Like, I mean, what? Would, would you have responded to that? Would you have gotten bitter at that? Or would you have been, for you, would you have been actually like encouraged to be like, oh, you know what? Actually, I need to do that. Or, you know what I mean? Because everybody responds differently to that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, for sure. It, it definitely probably would have taken me a little while to yeah. get the memo. But just because at first I'd be like, no, nah, I still want to read. But eventually, I think with enough pushing, I probably would have yeah. been reading it more. But I mean, I'm doing good now with reading. Yeah. No, it's good. What, what are you reading right now in the, in the Bible? Right now, I'm going through Acts. Okay. Just yeah. started it. Awesome, man. Awesome. Ashton, would there be any specific things you'd tell your parents? Um, I can't think of anything, honestly. Okay. Um, again, what they did worked for me. They yeah. were uh, like strict enough to make me like go to church and, and whatnot, but yeah. like still hands-off enough to let me kind of discover my Christianity for myself. Yeah. Do you guys feel ready for the, I mean, so-called real world? I mean, you guys have had jobs, you've been, you know, I mean, you guys have been around, you're uh, solid guys, but like, do you guys feel that you're ready for as best you can at this point for what's to come in this next phase of your life? Yeah, honestly, I feel pretty much prepared just because I feel like I've been living in the real world since like 
sophomore year. Yeah. And we, and is that because of like you're having jobs? Is that why you say that, Alexander? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Just because I've learned how to be smart with my money. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, f- I feel pre- as prepared as yeah. I could be. All right. Yeah. All right. No, I, I mean, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, when it comes to, um, Ashton, you mentioned road rules, and we actually have road rules coming up this next week, and both of you guys are on it, actually. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. And uh, actually, there's a, a ton of uh, seniors this year. Um, you get, you guys don't know what the senior surprise is, do you? Nobody has told you what that is? It's a surprise, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't really know. Okay. Has anybody ever told you? No, I've, I've never heard. Okay, good. Because if you knew, I would like be so upset. So we do this. Uh, senior surprise for, on road rules for all the seniors. So, and you have to go on road rules in order to experience it. So, I would love to tell you all the details, but uh, kind of defeats the purpose. There. Yeah, then it would no longer be a secret, and then uh, everybody listening to this podcast would know, and then it would be a bad thing. So, I'm, I'm not going to say it. But, <laughs> right. um, so uh, Ashton, you specifically mentioned road rules, and I mean, because you went uh, eighth grade, graduated your eighth grade year, and going into your freshman year. Um, <clears throat> actually both of you went, but like why we were on the same, same van. Yeah. Th- yeah, we were, actually. I think we're on the same van. <laughs> okay. Most of them. All right. What was the theme that year? Do you guys remember the, the, your the first pirate one? Oh yeah, yes. It was the pirate okay. One. Yeah. There, uh, yeah, there's a lot of road rules experiences. And for those listening, it's our high school camp. It's a, uh, traditionally it's a, uh, multi-state amazing race scavenger hunt, two liters per van, 12 students per van, multi-grade, multi-gender, and we basically, like two years ago, we went to New Orleans and back and stayed at a different church every single night. Half the places we stay don't have showers. We have to find places to shower. And then all the things that, uh, the food crew that goes along with us to feed all you mugs because you guys eat so stinking much, which is awesome. I think we had like 35 coolers of food that year to feed all of you guys three meals a day. So, and we probably steak at the end of that one. Oh yeah. (laughs) I remember going to Costco and saying, I need like three cases of ribeyes. And they were like, okay. I'm like, yeah, three cases. Cause (laughs) so we cut them all into steaks. It was actually pretty awesome. Oh, actually it was your mom's church. We were at in Houston. Right. So, um, anyway, so, uh, what do you guys love about road rules? Um, and, uh, why are you guys going on your uh, senior year? Your last opportunity. Yeah, honestly, I think it's a pretty fantastic trip just because you really get to connect with, like, everyone in your van and it puts you with people that you honestly normally day-to-day wouldn't be talking to too yeah. much. Yeah, And it, it really is just a great experience and really uh, just the camaraderie between the people in the van is pretty great. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, just getting to, like, you have to sit in a van with, with a bunch of other kids and two liters for multiple days. It's, it's not just kind of like a road trip to Dallas. It's like a, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, so it's definitely just, uh, kind of being thrown into into community with, with these other people. Yeah. It's roughly like 90 hours that you're with. Oh, that's a waking hours with other people. I mean, it's like two and a half years of small groups packed into like six days. So it's, it is a pretty awesome experience when it comes to, um, like your guys' spiritual health and your walk with the Lord. Do you guys like feel spiritually, uh, ready, you know, for being an adult and like, and I mean, being at a point where you're going to have to completely pursue Christ on your own for the most part. Obviously, Lord willing, you find some biblical community at your school or the army, but 
Like, do you feel spiritually ready? Yeah, I can honestly say I do, just because um, I feel like I've grown a lot since freshman year when I really didn't know what I was doing at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like at this point my, my faith is strong enough that I'll, I'll get through it. Yeah. I'm going to say yes, and God's going to throw a wrench in my, in my path. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel really solid in my faith. Yeah. And what, what do you guys think helped you to become, you know, as solid as you are in your faith? Like what was a big part of molding that into you and your life and getting you to the point where you are and, and why? I think for the most part it was my folks because they yeah. were really encouraging me to like read the Bible by myself and yeah. pray for myself. And that way, like when I get out into the world that I'll have a strong faith for myself and I'll be able to share it to other people of my own accord. Yeah. I think for me, it's just all of it. Uh, parents, youth ministry, normal ministry, just uh, kind of all of it together just yeah. kind of worked. Yeah, for sure. Would you guys both agree and, and tell us why, if you do agree that your parents were probably one of the most, if not the most influential people in your lives, like practically as well as spiritually. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that just because for the most part, you're spending most of your time with your, with your parents. Yeah. So they're going to have a large influence on you regardless. But even still, I feel like my folks really made a good attempt to try to make sure that I grew up with right morals and with the Bible. Yeah. Um, yes to both of those. Um, just practically just because like, yeah, I know how to do the laundry. I know how to <laughs> yeah. cook for myself. Um, and then spiritually, uh, actually this, this is one thing I would, um, I would criticize my parents on, um, is that I like, I'm, I'm throwing air quotes up right now. Yeah. Uh, I accepted Christ when I was like four or five yeah. or something and I was baptized in like second grade. Yeah. Um, if I were to ask my parents to do something differently, it would, uh, be to like, lay off on those things until I kind of fully understood, fully knew what that meant. Um, and then made that decision, I guess. Yeah. And what do you mean by like lay off? Like, like what do you specifically mean? I'm assuming you don't mean that you wish they would not have told you about Jesus until you're older, right? Like, <laughs> no, no, just, yeah. just kind of, um, the, the idea of, accepting him into my heart yeah because i mean when when you're ready you're ready right yeah but um personally i think uh like if i were to do it again i would probably uh like accept christ maybe like eighth grade or ninth grade or yeah. something where I, I had more of an understanding what that kind of meant, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And, and I get that, man, because, like, you know, right now, our Paisley, our oldest, you know, uh, she's six, and she's, you know, declared that she's a follower of Jesus. Um, and I'm just, I'm a little leery 
uh, about it. And not to, I mean, I know the the word of God moves, the spirit of God moves without a doubt, but I'm a little leery. And, and I may be biased because like I've heard things like that many, many times, especially being in youth ministry where students have made comments like that, Ashton. And, it's, and it makes me a little more hesitant. Maybe I should not be, but, but I get that. So she's been asking about baptism for like, I don't know, six weeks. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, well, and then I was like, I think you need to memorize the Romans road. I was like, I don't know. Like, cause I'm like, I'm, I don't know if she's ready. I don't know if she really fully understands it. So I'm a little hesitant, but also I just, I have to wrestle like, okay, am I, is that, is that me projecting that upon her? And so anyway, just it's a tension I think that exists for, for many, many parents. And I appreciate you sharing. Um, Cause it's, it's absolutely something that, that should be done if you're a, a follower of Christ. Yeah. Uh, it's just at what point do you fully understand what that means? Yeah. No, absolutely. I think it's different where with everyone where like where they are mature enough to like truly understand. Yeah. I think with some people they can like like at five or six years old they can understand it perfectly, whereas yeah. some people it takes them a little bit longer. For it sure. It depends. Yeah. Because maybe Paisley does understand fully what that means. Yeah. Uh I when I was six, I can't say that I did. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How can we as the church or even your parents or, you know, your relatives, those that you know that you have good relationships with, how can we help you in this next phase of your life? Um, you know, obviously I'm probably not going to write you a thousand dollar checks every month. I don't perceive that being a thing. Um, but how, how can we help support you and care for you in this next phase with knowing that you both are going to be and a lot of the graduates, you're not going to be in town, you know, so it's going to be a, a long distance type relationship for a while. And, you know, maybe we'll see it Thanksgiving break or Christmas or in the summer. But like, like, how could the church support you guys in this next phase of your life? Honestly, for the most part, uh, prayer, prayer is one of the most like powerful tools that we as yeah. Christians have. And I think that honestly, it doesn't matter where you are. If you pray to God, he'll hear you. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I think that and and just being there for us, like um, just letting us know that we can come to the church, right? Yeah. Um, and then I guess from there, it's kind of on us to, on whether we reach out or not, right? Yeah. No, it is. Absolutely. It is. Um, as we wrap up here, what um, wisdom or advice would you give to um, parents in terms of just to encourage them. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you probably don't often tell your parents how awesome they are. Uh, maybe you do. Um, my assumption is most students don't do that. Um, and not to criticize or, or make you feel bad, but just like what specific things would you encourage, um, parents in to understand from your perspective? And obviously you're not dads yet. You're not married, you know, and all those things, but, like what specific wisdom or advice would you guys give them to encourage them as they continue to do everything they can to point their, you know, kids and teenagers to Christ? Uh, this isn't, it's kind of bad advice because it's not very, uh, tangible. Um, but find that, that I guess gray area of, um, pushing, pushing your ch child or children to Christ, um, but still letting them make, uh, or 
still letting them kind of decide on their faith for themselves yeah for sure and i definitely agree with that and i think that that's not only like for your faith but for most things like it, it should be good for parents to push their kids to do things but just make sure that it's that there's a balance between that yeah no for sure i feel like um for for some of my school friends that are non-believers and used to be in the church Mm -hmm. or their family is in the church um a lot of times uh it's kind of the same story of oh they it was just pushed on to me way too much even yeah stuff like that yeah no i get that yeah for sure well thank you guys for your uh time and being willing to chat about all of these fun things and um we are eager to see uh what god's going to do through you studs and the other graduates that you guys figure out this next phase of life so all right well thank you lucas yeah Yeah, thank you absolutely And uh, thanks for joining us today on the House on Fire podcast. Please share this so others may be blessed by the conversation we had today. And we'll see you all next time.